When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Giddy Up on this Friday morning. Great to catch up with the best form guru that I've come across. Um, there's been a lot of form gurus I've come across in the sport of racing across the three codes, but Glenn Moore um, dominates proceedings when it comes to analysing harness racing in WA. And he joins us now to help us preview their biggest race of the year. It's on the Grand Circuit. It's the WA Pacing Cup. And Glenn Moore is with us now. The man that they call Silky. Good morning to you, Silky. Thanks for getting up early on a Friday morning. Good on you, Gareth. Yeah, really looking forward to the uh, Tap Touch WA Pacing Cup. It's it's a big race on the calendar. It's been a big build-up all week. The barrier draw on Tuesday was very exciting. Uh, the owner of Diego was number one up, walked straight up and picked number one. Uh, so he's a very lucky man. Uh, we've been waiting anxiously all week to see whether Junior could win his appeal, uh, which uh, the result came out after the barrier draw. Uh, Tenderhook's there, and uh, he won the appeal, so he's able to drive Diego. Uh, Anthony Butt was on standby. Yep. He's got an association with the owners of uh, Diego. Uh, so it would have been a great coup if, if Gary couldn't drive to get Anthony Butt as well. So that was all exciting as a lead-up into the uh, $450,000 pacing cup. Yeah, a little bit of drama as well, as you just pointed out, with Junior getting off on a, um, getting off on a pill there to get his suspension it was short and wasn't it? He, he did spend last week on the sideline, so he was able to shave off a few days so he could drive on Friday night. And it's a, it was a big story because Junior is the biggest name in harness racing nearly in the country, but definitely in WA. And he does transcend your sport over in the West, Junior, because he was nominated for the Sports Person of the Year, which is nearly unthinkable, really, when it comes to a, a small... Uh, it's not unthinkable, but for a sport like harness racing to have one of their participants be nominated for such a prestigious award like that um, is a huge credit to G. Hall Jr. Yeah, that's great for the pacing industry to be recognised. I was talking to Junior about it just yesterday and uh, I can tell you he's uh, really honoured to be picked to represent uh, the racing industry, whether it's the Gallops or Harness Racing or the Greyhounds, for uh, pacing to be recognised like that and for Gary Hall Jr. to be recognised as a sportsman of that level. It's an honour in itself. Yeah, look, he's um, he's keyed up. Uh, the yeah. appeal, what happened with the appeal basically was that he was given two lots of 12 days. Uh, the second 12 days is what he appealed against, and uh, he won that one. He didn't appeal against the first one. So the second um, suspension was uh, upheld in terms of his appeal, and so that, that's what's made him available. And Madison Brown is the driver for Diego, of course, Junior's partner that does a lot of driving for Gary Hall Sr. And unfortunately, she came down in a nasty fall and was knocked out. So she's not driving at all um, at all on this program there tomorrow or tonight. No. So, um, yeah, so Junior does get the drive on Diego. He's $2.80, Silky, with Bet365. Mintrell's at $5.00. Magnificent Storm five fifty. Then you go to himself at ten dollars. Mighty Ronaldo at six dollars. The Fremantle Pacing Cup winner. For mine, he's too short, isn't he, Diego? I know he gets Junior, 
I know he draws the pole, but he did find the front pretty easily after Leverage Joe Gallop there in the Fremantle Cup, and he couldn't win. Um, why do the punters believe, or the bookmakers in Bet365 believe, that he can he can turn the tables on horses like a, a um, mighty Ronaldo and a, a magnificent Storm who was a little bit disappointing, you could say, there the other day? Yep, there's a couple of things there. And number one, I think he opened around $4, and uh, yep. that price shortened when Junior um, got the reprieve and jumped on as soon as they, the punters saw that. There was a shortening from the bookies, I think, as well. And that was one of the effects. Uh, why can he turn the tables from the Fremantle Cup? Well, yeah. What happened uh, when Maddie, and unfortunately Maddie's not able to drive, very disappointing for her. Um, what happened in the Fremantle Cup was when Leverage Joe uh, galloped at the gate, a very quick change of plans occurred uh, with Diego in terms of she had to wait Diego up. She go Diego cracked with a whip to get to the front. Uh, Lewis was still trying to maintain his position uh, with uh, Lavra Joe, and she had to kick up. And from that point onwards, Diego got a little bit stirred up. And coming into around about the 1,400-metre mark, Diego started to over-race quite badly. So I think it was significant uh, as to why he got run down the last probably only 50 to 100 metres, I guess, by Minstrel, and in turn by uh, Mighty Ronaldo, who had the camp on them, of course, uh, I, I would probably make an allowance there for that. Uh, Madison commented on it after the race to Gary Hall Senior. That was very significant as to why it just got a little bit tired late. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're very happy since with his track work. Uh, and they're confident that uh, he'll run the big race. It's not going to be easy like uh, the pundits are suggesting, though, because we've got this puzzling speed map, minstrel, Drawn two would quite be comfortable outside the leader, you would think, based on the Fremantle Cup run. But then you've got decisions, Gareth, Magnificent Storm and Laverage Joe out of the gate. Do they press forward? You know, I'm thinking more than likely Magnificent Storm, who didn't push forward in the Fremantle Cup, to some people's surprise, possibly would be thinking about getting outside the leader early and taking it from there. And Laverage Joe, what's he do? Drawn six. You drag him out of the race, he's out of the race, and there's big question marks on his recent form as well. Do they take the punt and get forward? And what does Minstrel do in reaction to those moves? Minstrel won't yeah. want to be shuffled too far back. I'm thinking Minstrel would be comfortable outside the leader and dictating that position, trying to get Diego late as well. But those other two runners, Magnificent Storm and Leverage Joe, they may want to get forward initially and then maybe let Minstrel come around them. Yeah, That's I, going to be the interesting part of the race. I think I've, I've watched a few pacing cups. Sometimes the drivers get carried away in the first 400 metres and they use too much pe too much petrol. Um, yeah. And they're, 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 they're in trouble but, in the last 400 metres. So if I'm wrong, Warwick, I, I'll let the, the speed out wide get in front of me. And when they try and um, settle down, off, yeah. I'll take off and, and make that mid-race move because um, – if you participate... I've got a feeling that, uh, that's true too, yeah. Gareth, because I think Magnificent Storm will probably want to get forward initially and why Why would you fight him for that spot over 2,900 initially? No, I agree. So I, I, if I'm Warwick, I've got a lovely draw. Um, let let Aldo Cortapassi and even Chris Lewis have a look at Junior early and then once they um, settle down, then make that move and, and then try and do what he did 
um, at his last start to Diego and, and be too strong in the concluding stages. And then Mighty Ronaldo is going, going to need a little bit of luck. Um, but usually in these type of races, you do get out, don't you, Silky? Yeah, look, uh, you would think so. And I think they'll be... Um, what you're saying and what we're talking about is a very big part of how this race is going to be run. And it's really in the hands of Brian Warwick who's just suggesting to uh, probably be pragmatic early about uh, what happens outside him. And then you look at what you're referring to, Monte Ronaldo is one of the best snipers in Western Australia. Most of his big race wins have come from being driven absolutely cold when he's come off the track wide in his races and has to work the whole last lap. Even with cover, he's run short-lived. He's come with a quick sprint and then he tires a bit. But when he's tucked away like this mm. and uh, likely to get a run, more than likely to get a run, although Junior will be and Ryan Warwick, you'd think, could be pretty careful about it. So that in itself could be cagey as to how early Ryan Warwick goes after Diego. And then you've probably got Patronus Star going the next position behind Mighty Ronaldo. And sometimes three back defence, you can get out before two back defence. So Patronus Star is racing quite well. Uh, could get the split late turn, would maybe be dangerous off that run. It's intriguing, really. The other horse, uh, Gareth, that uh, is flying under the radar a bit, not so much with the punters, uh, $21 into $9 himself. If they do run it up tempo, upside down, himself's the one for me. Yeah. With the staying ability and form to be rushing home really late here, he needs luck from Barrier 7, but he could well be the horse, the last man standing horse, and I think he's probably up there with the best stayers in the race. Yeah, I agree with you. I couldn't believe the price that he paid to to win the the Golden Nugget, a hundred to one, and now he's a ten dollar chance with Bet three six five to win a yep. Placing Cup. I think Bond's got a strong hand. He, he can use and see if um, Minstrel can outstay his rivals, and if they do have to work too much with Minstrel, they've got himself and Patrona Star, who are talented horses that can sprint off a strong speed. So, Silky, if I gave you fifty dollars, what are you doing? Look, yeah, I'm going to stick with the, the way they basically finished in the Fremantle Cup. I think Diego, um, Gary Orr Jr. aboard, I think he can rate it to get away with it and win the uh, pacing cup from Minstrel. Yep. Uh, and the third possibility or third chance in the race for me is Monte Ronaldo. It's going to get a beautiful run and the knockout horse for me is himself. I think the same three horses will fight this race out. As the free medal cup. Yes. And I'm thinking Ronaldo will get away with, but uh, I've had something on himself at odds because I think if they do go a bit silly, quite possible, I think he's the horse could be rushing so, home late. Just quickly, we're running out of time, but where's Magnificent Storm out there at then? Um, he was, well, before yeah, yeah. this carnival, he was he was the new big um, standard bred on the scene there in WA. He was just going to dominate these feature races, um, but you're not even. And from a front row draw, he's not even in your top four. Well, he's not uh, only on recent form. I mean, his best form would you'd have him on top. But his last two runs, clearly he's been off. Um, the races probably haven't been run to suit. Yeah. But there's a question mark there. I, I wouldn't be surprised me, Gareth, if he turned it around because his best form is probably superior to the horses we're talking about. But you can only look at what's right in front of you and right at the moment. Uh, he hasn't really been doing it that well, but I'd never write him off. He's, he's got to be a chance, but just on the basis of the last two runs, he just hasn't really finished off.
I've got a moral for you, Silky, before we let you go. See if I'm on the What's right. What's that, mate? Vampiro. Yep. I would have been, if he drew where, the way that he went there last week, if he drew where Diego drew, say, in a pacing cup, yep. I would nearly back him to win. He went as as big as I've ever seen him go there last last Friday night. Yeah. Fourth up, he'll Unfortunately lead all the way. for us, he did. Yeah, it was a <laughs> massive effort. He went enormous, mate. It, like yep. Prince of Pleasure led, and they ran that 35-3 lead time, I think it was. And he was outside him. And then Perro's basically been known as a runner. Yeah, That was his third run back in from that setback. He went absolutely enormous. Bit unlucky. I thought it was him and Sangriel at 50-50 who got in. I was happy that Voke uh, took the opportunity, won that free-for-all, put his horse on the line and won that free-for-all. He's nudged his way in. Good luck to him. Yeah. And Vampiro certainly would have been... Uh, you know, I, I agree with you. I think Vampiro can win this Friday night and uh, be hard to beat. And uh, probably the other one I like, uh, Gareth, if you want. Yes. One out wide. Uh, probably Walsh, I think, is uh, ready to win. And uh, it's got the barrier, the ace barrier, an ideal touch, I think, and win race nine. Beautiful. Silky, you're a genius. We'll follow you in. Um, enjoy pacing cup night. It's always a great night, especially when they celebrate the Chinese New Year. So there'll be thousands there at Gloucester Park. It's the best place to watch harness racing in Australasia for mine. There's no doubt about that. So um, good luck on the punt. We appreciate your time here on Giddy Up. Yeah, just one other thing, Gareth. Yeah. The um, Trot's Twitter, uh, yes. down in the birdcage. Very, Very important good. Friday night to Trot's WA to have a look for the punters to tune in there. Yep, that is the best. Hope everybody has a good night. Yeah, that is the best type of information any punter can get. Good on you, Silky. We'll take a quick break. Good this on you, is mate. Giddy Up on this Friday morning.